Um, welcome to episode 53 of our podcast, and um, thanks to Corey Moore, we um, were able to get an official YouTube page set up on, you know, on connected to our official Google Plus page. So we have our own official YouTube channel now, so that's where you're seeing it now. Yay! Um, over Over the weekend, we kept racking our brains trying to figure out something to talk about this week and well no it's not going to be about the one thing that's been going around the news as of late or anything like that in fact you may have noticed some of the stuff while you've been you know on facebook trying to you know catch up on your cat videos or whatever it is you do um (laughs) I, came me, I was answering birthday posts yesterday. Oh, man. And happy birthday, <laughs> by the way. Um, Thank you, sir. Anything special happen? or? No, not really. Mostly uh, had some friends come over. Um, and if you guys don't know, I'm a big gamer. So we had some friends over, and uh, I had a Minecraft server set up on my desktop, which is uh, connected to my TV that's right over there. Uh, my monitor broke a while back so I'm using the TV as the monitor but uh, had them come over, we had some ice cream cake mostly just hung out and had fun it was good good. Uh, speaking of which um, the system that I'm doing this on uh, TV is the monitor smaller TV but it works so um, over, over the past several days um i noticed something like i'm on facebook on my phone a lot and every now and then when i'm reading comments of whatever it is it could be from a fan page mostly a fan page i think all of a sudden i see this you know blank comment like nothing's there and the post date is December 31st 1969 makes absolutely no sense whatsoever and I'm like huh what the heck's going on here Uh, and and people are like you know other people came up with some possible explanations and I thought about thought about it it's like well it's 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 a huge site, and it's now getting, you know, more and more glitchy. So, um, you've run into an issue with Facebook every now and then as well. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And um, I actually should be able to share my screen here in a second. Um, and I'll show you guys exactly what it looked like. I took a screen cap. Let me see. How do I share my screen here? So those of you who watch our thing later on YouTube, you'll be able to see what um, what we're talking about. You should be able to see that. Can you see that on your end, Thomas? Uh, Yes, I can. And This is the uh, uh, image that I made of what I was encountering yesterday after scrolling through the hundreds and hundreds of birthday posts. (laughs) And uh, I can't remember what the actual picture was supposed to be, but it was from the shitty advice Facebook page that shared a picture and it was one of my friends and I, I will not mention his name but uh, as you can see 
that what, what was supposed to happen is that the image was supposed to load underneath where the uh, top of the post is and then above where the like, comment, and share uh, buttons are respectively at. However, nothing happened. And I scrolled up and down thinking it might load that way. The only way to fix that was actually to refresh the page. So. Wow. And like like I said, a lot there there have been lots of glitches with Facebook over the years. For, um, friends friends of mine, one friend of mine in particular, made the observation that right before they're about to make a you know major update of some sort, it all something always would just you know mess up really badly. It would run really really slow, and things just would not cooperate. And about twenty four to forty eight hours later. Oh look! There's there's a new look on Facebook now. <laughs> I'm like, have have you noticed that? I've, yes, I have noticed that every now and then. It's especially like a while back. I got a uh, I don't know if it was an email or something, but I got a message of some sort asking me to try out the Facebook beta app, not just the standard stable app that everybody else uses. So I opted in for it, and. Now I encounter more problems than I did in the past, but of course I'm using beta software, so it's not fully tested, and it's I'm in part of the testing process. I haven't, I don't think I had a chance to send any bugs or anything of anything that I've noticed, because for the most part, they do a very good job of getting a lot of their stuff taken care of, with the exception of the few things that we have encountered, you and I, Thomas. Oh, yeah. But like, I keep seeing changes on Facebook within, like, I don't know, probably a month and a half, two months. They're always updating the design. Something new is added. Like, the most recent change that they've done, which a lot of people hate, is the inclusion of, inclusion of a dedicated app just for Facebook messages. And... And a lot, of, a lot of people kind of panic about that, and that's understandable. Being forced to download it, that that, that can get a bit iffy. Um, but the re, but reason why they're doing separate apps is the same reason why Page Manager is a separate app. Because if they had everything integrated all into the Facebook app, it would be really, really huge. It would. Um, and with modern phones getting faster and faster... Not necessarily more storage, but modern phones are able to switch between two different apps and have apps communicate with each other so quickly and so easily, it's not that big of a deal. So most people are fussing about it because uh, you had mentioned something to me a few days ago about uh, one of your friends or something complaining about permissions with the app. Why does this app require such and such and such permissions? And right. For those of you don't, that don't know, if you don't know, which is fairly common knowledge by now, Android is based on Linux. And in Linux, every file has a set of permissions. And it's based on a number system. I won't go into the details of the number system. However, it, it's just each file, each directory, the entire directory substructure, everything is based on... It, they each individual have their own set of privileges, and then files within have their own privileges. Like for example, you could have like four or five different nested folders, and you go into the deepest folder. It like like all those folders, with the exception of the very very uh, innermost folder, are all locked out, and you as a user cannot access those. However, you're allowed to get into the deepest one. 
you can go all the way into the deepest one and look at just one file. And that's one of the most powerful things about Linux is you can lock down individual things. And Android is the basic, basically the same thing, except you can't really access the Linux system in the inside of your Android phone. Yeah, and, and, and as, and as uh, Snopes.com has pulled things from other resources, and, and by the way, uh, for a lot of stuff, I do, I do go to Snopes on certain things, um, you know, not so much. But for instances like this, they're a good resource to go to if you're like, oh, this is spreading all over on social media, um, and it's a big, big scare. Oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be spied on. Um, and they pull stuff from the Washington Post, for, and I'm going to take a look at this, you know, last bullet point that they list from the Washington Post. Um, as with Messenger, the Kardashian game may have a valid reason to know when you get phone calls. For instance, to save your spot before a call interrupts gameplay. So that when you when you end the call and go back to that particular game, you don't lose your place. Um, and they say, yes, the the permission requests are potentially quote-unquote insidious, but they also list WhatsApp, Viber, MessageMe, and other popular messaging apps. Uh, you know, and and that's the thing. The reason why it has to have access to your, you know, to your photos and videos is in case you want to share it with somebody, so you don't have to. It's sort of like Windows Vista for those of you who've had the pleasure of running it and and ask, are you sure you want to do this every time? And you're like, get out of my way! I just want to get this done. Um, that's that's why those permissions are in place. Now it is important to go through and pay attention to what permissions it's asking for and ask yourself, okay, why does it need this? Uh, flashlight app, why would it need to go through your contacts list? So when it says it monitors your phone calls, it's not actually recording your phone calls. It's, okay, is somebody trying to call me or trying to call this device so that we could just say to the operating system, okay, phone call's coming in, let's pause this, hold, you know, hold my spot here so, so we don't lose where we're at when you come back to us. It's part of the multitasking. It's one of the best features that Android has. And uh, last semester I took an Android class where I wrote some Android apps and you had to I got a better understanding of Android's structure overall, um, and there's a um, a uh, set of specific calls that uh, Android has, and it's a loop. It's called the um, Android app uh, process cycle, or something similar to that. I can't remember exactly, but like there's a specific set of uh, functions that get called based on when so, uh, some certain thing happens, like. If you put an app into the background, like say you are in browsing Facebook or whatever, you just message somebody or whatever you're doing, and then you wanted to say, oh, you wanted to go to your Google Chrome app and browse the internet, so you hit your home button, that app goes in the background, and whatever you're doing at that time, 
base uh, like it, programmers can put certain things into the that specific method and call that method. So it not only does what the Android system does, but then the developer can add some certain things, like say, go ahead and reload posts that uh, are that had happened while you were gone, while you were browsing the internet on Google Chrome, and you had Facebook in the background. And then when you bring Facebook back up, it'll call another method, which it's like an on resume kind of thing. It put when it pops back up. It goes ahead and shows those posts that were were uh, occurring while you were browsing, doing something else with your phone. It a lot of those permissions they don't want to like listen to your phone calls or like go through your contacts list to see who you like the people. It's not a person. It's not something that's just grabbing raw data and throwing it into some database. Nobody's interested in that. Nobody's yeah. interested in some random person in the middle of Missouri. No. <laughs> That's not completely um, true, but <laughs> although although I would argue that if you're if you're using a flashlight app, to me there's no reason for it to have to go through your context list for any reason whatsoever. <laughs> so pay, paying attention to what it's requesting and plus if you're an Android developer having your stuff up in the Google Play Store uh, that's the language that you're stuck with. It may not necessarily mean that that you have to, you know, it may not reflect what the app's actually doing. So um, I think that's part of the reason why initially Android KitKat was going to have something that allowed people to more tightly manage permissions, but... Um, for some reason, Google yanked it, and they argued that it was just wasn't ready for prime time yet. I'm not sure, but I can see why. I mean, with with the scare that people are having right now, with the, a lot of people who seem to think that Google is out for them, Google is only out to get your data. Like uh, one of my coworkers, in fact, will rant about this all day long and complain about how Google just wants to know what you're doing every second of the day, and like. For example, like I listen to a lot of music, and I use Google Play Music. I have an Android phone. Right. He has an Android phone, but he doesn't want to use Google Play Music because he he doesn't want Google knows what he's listening to. And the argument I tried to explain to him, what I tried to the argument to make, is that what is Google wanting to do with your music information, the playlist that you're listening to, the specific song that they're that you're listening to? What they're not trying to find out, like the what can they do with that data other than use it to organize it and then find out other songs that you might like? That's what one of the biggest features about Google Play Music is, is that it can, it can based on what your listening tastes and your um, habits are, it can give you another playlist and predict what you might like. In other words, you know, sell you more stuff, which they, sounds like they don't like salesmen very much, so... <laughs> But that that kind of happens now. The funny part about you know Facebook glitches sometimes when it seems like the social networking site is cocking up on something, it turns out that no, they did that on purpose just to see how you'd react. <laughs> um, Daily Mail has an article, and this was back in July. You know, just recent. You know, not too long ago, um, Facebook finally apologizes for secretly manipulating nearly one million people's accounts in a huge psychology experiment. Um, 
basically they manipulated news feeds of, of approximately 700,000 accounts. It was part of a study to see if people's moods are affected by content. Oh, okay. all sorts of stuff. And so, first paragraph it emerged at the weekend when the experiment's results were revealed in a paper published in a journal that Facebook allowed researchers to manipulate the content that appeared in the main section or newsfeed of about 700,000 randomly selected users during a single week in January of 2012. The data scientists were trying to collect evidence to prove their thesis that people's moods could spread like an emotional contagion depending on the type of the content they are reading. None of the participants in the Facebook experiments were explicitly asked for their permission, though the social network's terms of use appears to allow for the company to manipulate what appears in users' news feeds however it sees fit. Facebook's data use policy says the California-based company can deploy user information for internal operations, including troubleshooting, data analysis, testing, research, and service improvement. Uh, so, Ms. Sandberg, India... Um, she was in India when she was discussing this saying it was to test different products and that was it it was poorly communicated and for that we apologize we never meant to upset you so um, you remember that story right I, I think I remember hearing something about it yeah um so, could that be part of the explanation why people's news feeds kept getting changed around from recent stories to top stories and all of that? I, I, that could be part of it. I, I, I can understand why Facebook would be doing such a thing, the company itself. But at the same time, I can, I can understand where other viewers that could be coming from, uh, coming from the standpoint of, uh, I don't want somebody else messing with my news feed. I like the specific pages that I like. I have specific friends, so I only want to know what's going on with them. I don't want to know about some random person off in the middle of nowhere or something else, especially when, like, a few years ago, I can't remember exactly when, but Facebook decided that they were going to allow people to promote posts, and to do that, you would pay, like, a specific fee, like $7, I think it was at the time. You could boost your post and send it to millions of people based on how much money you provided, which would benefit Facebook. And then, like, and, but the problem with that is that people could put some random post, like, just type poop, and then promote the post. So that way, millions and millions and millions of people hear and see the word poop. Like, like, um, and that that's what that's one of the big issues with promoting your posts too. Like um, our fan page, we did it the hard way. Um, um, Mitchell went back when he was part of the podcast, and and Zach they were they kept trying to invite as many of their friends as possible. And once we reached a hundred, I got an offer for, Hey, here's some free ad credit. I took advantage of that, got a few more viewers and then started doing this whole social networking ladder thing too, to try to expand the audience. The problem with paying for posts and paying for new people is, you know, you know, at some point, if, 
your organic reach kind of goes down a little bit and it gets a bit harder. <laughs> it's you know kind of like trying to suck you in. So I'm like, yeah, thanks for the free ad credits. That's I, I did do a brief advertising campaign until it ran out and and basically set it up until that budget ran out. And it, it did get us, you know, some more people. But, um, but yeah, it's just nowadays if you don't pay for something, you tend to, um, you, you're, you tend to be stuck and, you know, not getting more people walk, looking at your stuff. And then you run into, oh, Maybe that's why people didn't see what I wrote. Um, certain people were messed with, but but um, like, what other issues have you run into on Facebook besides oh? Well, uh, for the most part, I think that's the only one that I've really encountered in the last, I don't know, the most up-to-date recent time. Um, I can't remember like, anything off the top of my head. Like, I, I also, I remember, um, this was back when I had, I believe, either my um, first smartphone or the Galaxy S2 when I was on T-Mobile. I had the Facebook app, or Facebook Messenger app installed, which was right bef- before... Um, before it went crazy with the talking heads and everything else that that you can drag around the screen, like like somebody that I you know talked to for a long time, eventually um, there was a conflict and they eventually blocked me, and yet they were still showing up in Messenger. That that was one glitch. And like um, if a person, I it wasn't that one. It was the part where. You know, there. No, it was that one where I sent a bug report in saying, uh, "I believe this person blocked me, and you're. They shouldn't be showing up at all. <laughs> you know, that that sort of thing. There was another instance where that person was tagged in a post, and it, you know, with a link to their profile, even though they blocked me. And I'm like, this should not be showing up in my. I, I hit it, it, you know, it, there would be an error, but I'm like, there shouldn't have been that link in the first place. So, yeah. That's, you know, that was another another weird thing. Um, and, and Huffington Post kind of lists some glitches that have cropped up. Some back from 2011. But, they're, they're kind of old, but but let's see if I can find some more from this, this year. Because if I can't, then, well, there's no... Oh, here's... That was from 2000. The one for private messages was from 2012. Um, ex-employee slamming site glitches. Uh, 
and and like um, another person that I've you know met and talked to, one of the things that he noticed on on his little device when he's on Facebook. He scrolls down, scrolls down, scrolls down. Eventually, it stutters and everything else, and freezes up. And of course, I'm like thinking, okay, he's using Internet Explorer, so that might be part of his problem. But it turned out it was <laughs> on Facebook's end. Um, what would happen is it would just freeze, and then it would go right back to the top. And he'd have to start all over, scrolling back down to where he was before. And it, and I looked, I looked it up to try to see, okay, maybe he should switch to another browser. And oh no, it, it's 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 hanging on every browser. And I'm like, like, oh, sounds like they're not following following certain uh, HTML conventions that they should be. And. This is back in 2012. Evan Priestley, former engineer, exposed the social network's buggiest software. So, um, <sighs> let's see. Um, Duplicate notifications. Oh, I've seen duplicate comments too. Like, like I, I put put a comment in and it puts it twi- it double posts it for whatever reason. And then I think in I've some cases, well. in some cases, if I delete it, both get deleted. And I'm like, what? I I'm, I had that problem a lot more uh, when I was living at my parents' house back before they got DSL or. Actually, I don't think they have DSL. I think they have satellite internet. But uh, back when I had dial-up, and I would browse Facebook on dial-up, dial-up was bad enough, but then putting a post on Facebook or messaging someone, or, like, if I commented on something, sometimes it would comment twice. If I posted something, it would post twice. Or if I was sending a message to someone, it would send twice. Or three or four times sometimes. It, it just depends on how shitty oh. the network it was at the time. <laughs> right, and and that's the thing that I've kind of run into. Like, like one of the threads that I've had was somebody was like, uh, Stephen Kelly commented that there was likely um, somebody who had been banned or had permission set to where only a select view could view their comments or something like that and I'm like I'm like yeah but this is from like December 31st 1969 this makes no sense whatsoever <laughs> and hey, when did Facebook come out like what early 2000s mid 2000s yeah <laughs> you know it's like he, he was like, it's probably someone that has been blocked or has blocked you, unfortunately. They also might be a friend of a poster that has their setting set so their friends' posts don't show up. So, and, and you know, ju- 
uh, Justin Breithoff, somebody who I used to have like more regular contact with. I I did internet radio too, and and one of the things uh, that uh, he did. And I do screen share, but Chrome is a hog on this system. So, and last time I tried doing anything extra, it disappear um like on his fan page he you know there are people that he blocked they're still following him it won't let him remove followers like it used to regular friends go away if i block them not these no probably not the nsa probably a glitch on their end because <laughs> like if if for example um and it's probably just a feature that separates uh, fan pages from individual users. For example, I blocked Herschel Young, who I ran against uh, in 2012 in a contested primary. I blocked him from my personal account. On my campaign fan page, he still showed up. I couldn't see any profile pictures because I personally had blocked him. But I would could still read his comments and messages, and all of that. So that would be one example. And and sometimes they, um, you know, sometimes, you know, stuff doesn't refresh properly on the servers' ends, and so content just looks like nothing's happening or something doesn't make any sense. So, like. But I, I haven't noticed very many problems with Google Plus. Then again, I haven't. I'm still experimenting with it. Um, what other social networking sites are you a part of, and have you noticed any weird stuff on them? Well, I've, I'm on Google Plus. Um, I'm not a heavy Google Plus user like I am a Facebook user. Most of my friends are on Facebook. Uh, but I'm also I've got a Tumblr account. I had a Twitter account for a little bit, but then I, I haven't even messed with it. I don't even know if it's still live or not. It probably is. I don't know. But uh, for the most part, the only problems I've seen have been on Facebook. Google Plus <laughs> tends to be fairly smooth. No problems that I can remember at this moment. Uh, it's it's For me, I like Google Plus better, the way it's set up, the smoothness of everything. Like... Uh, if you scroll through on like your Android app because it's built in, it's Google. It would, uh, it's very smooth. It can load up on my crappy 4G network, really smooth. Everything else, but Facebook is just choppy. <laughs> yeah, I, I've kind of noticed that too, to a point. I, but I, 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 I still use Twitter from time to time. I started using Twitter again. And got a few more followers. Yes. <laughs> so it, it's kind of You're starting your cult. Yes. Um, the, the cult of nobody cares. Um, <laughs> no. Um, but uh, yeah. That, and the uh, lost my train of thought. That's not good. But. Now, Facebook, yeah, it kind of is buggy, and the bigger they get, the more buggy they're going to get. And 
and we'll see what happens. Uh, you you noted yourself that sometimes photos don't load like they should, or or in some cases they really are experimenting on you and not really telling you anything. And their terms of service does allow for it, but unfortunately, that's just one of the things that you're going to have to deal with with uh, things like Facebook or I mean. Even with Google, I, I like Google. I like Google as a company, but you're going to still have situations where Google is going to be testing something out. And depending on your point of view, that can be good or bad. True. There's usually good intentions behind it. However, I mean, there's always something that we don't know. Something that's going on behind closed doors that you can you could assume that some kind of weird rituals taking place behind there with all the data that they're using. I mean, I, there's all kinds of possibilities, but in reality, it's probably not that bad. <laughs> but that's just me throwing out a guess. So, I'm going to try this, you know, kind of experiment too. And I don't imagine us getting very many live viewers, but we may get more and more viewers. If you all want to give us feedback, we have a Google Voice number that you can call um, at 660-474-0345. Just dial in. Um, let us know for the, the questions for this episode or even comment on the video that's going to pop up on YouTube. What, what social networking sites are you a part of? Have you noticed any issues with them? Some Any kind of weirdness? Any, any people who anybody who should be dead all of a sudden popping up and messaging you mysteriously out of the blue. I just remembered that one and that one was kind of freaky. I'm guessing it was either some bot or somebody that broke into the account. Um, but, yeah. Oh, come on. Dead Facebook user messages me. Let's see what pops up. It was, it was kind of, kind of a creepy thing. But I'm like, uh, probably some simple explanation. Well, I know in in my personal experience, I had a, a very good friend of my brother's had moved up to Maine, and uh, he was in a very bad accident, car accident. And afterwards, their parents, his parents, took over his Facebook account to let people know, and. Uh, just to use it for, um, I can't remember what the specific purpose was, but they had good intentions, and there was nothing wrong with what they were doing, at least from my point of view. Right. Because they were posting pictures on his behalf of him, some pictures from when he was younger, pictures of group projects he was involved in, and so on and so forth. And it's more of a, it was more of a just to keep his memory there. Right. Kind of a thing. I uh, found found it the examiner dot examiner dot com which eh, depending on what topic it is it can be iffy coverage or not very good coverage at all and th- this yeah this originated from Reddit so uh, take that with a grain of salt you know so because. It's likely to be as big of a gospel as as the whole I ordered all those pies from Burger King and walked out and started eating one as the mom of the of the little brat that she couldn't control stared at me and 
um, interesting story, but there's no way of verifying this. At least this one provides alleged screenshots, though. That I'll send right over to you. Come on, if this thing will pop up. I'm going to have to get get a different Chromebook sometime down the road. Not something that would happen today, but... They're supposed, they're well, supposed Toshiba to... Toshiba recently came out with a Chromebook. I, I'm, I'm wanting to get one with that NVIDIA Tegra processor. That wouldn't be bad. I don't know if they've come out with one yet. But if they did, that would be amazing. I kept seeing it pop up in my Google Plus feed, so like the K1 or something like that. I'm like, oh. That thing has a lot of graphics power. For those of you that don't know, that it was it was designed based on the Kepler architecture, which they came out with with their uh, GTX, uh, which is their gaming-grade graphics cards, uh, the GTX 600 series. When that came out, Kepler was like the the holy trinity of graphics cards lower power usage high high output like great efficiency and not not much heat it was just the holy trinity of everything and they've designed so many other things based off of that Kepler architecture now it's crazy the the things that they've done oh yeah and oh come on and right now I'm trying to copy and paste the links for when we upload everything later Oh, man. Yeah, I don't care if Flash is not working. I don't need it today. At least not on this system. But but this this one, the first paragraph off of this one, it says, A man haunted by his dead girlfriend claims that she has been sending him messages from beyond the grave. Apparently she has been sending him Facebook messages for nearly two years since her death. Um... Good Morning America reported. Oh, uh, Nate SW on Reddit. He shared a airy story about former girlfriend that recently died in a car crash. Again, this is on Reddit, so um, kind of iffy on that, but. Close. I keep forgetting that Chromebooks have like mostly two gigs of RAM, and if you have too many tabs open, it just kind of bogs down. Uh, let's see. And 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 we probably figured out, you can probably figure out what likely happened based on this paragraph alone. I had left Emily's Facebook account activated so I could send her the occasional message, post on her wall, go through her albums. It felt too final and too un-Emily to memorialize it. I share access with her mother, Susan, meaning her mother has her login and password and has spent a total of approximately three minutes on the website or on a computer total. After a little confusion, I assumed it was her, Nathan said. For message just said hello and was repeated again 13 minutes later let's see uh, 
He thought it was a hacker that sent the message. Um, and then suddenly he would get tagged on random photos. So what do you think likely happened? This the I've read a little bit farther into the article. This seems a lot more like something that a bot would do, some sort of a spam bot. Yeah. yeah. In this situation, it seems horrible. I mean, for anything to happen, but based on one paragraph where it said it collected random phrases from previous messages and that, it, that it says appear to be recycled to, and reused to send again. And then also other messages repeating things that this person had said to her. And 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 I'm reading the comments. This is likely fiction, by the way, folks. That's why I said this is from Reddit. So um, from their no sleep section. So um, this this guy medic. 425. Only in very rare exceptions is the stuff on R No Sleep Nonfiction. They write fiction and then they all act like it's real. The author of this article needs to lurk more. Uh. Wow. But, um... <laughs> this could but, very well be fabricated as well. I mean, it could go either way. Really. But, um, spam bots ten, can hijack accounts if you're not careful, too. So... You, you receive a friend request from somebody you don't know. They have mutual friends in common, only to find out they're... They're trying to get you to sign up for some sex talk service or something, and <laughs> which is kind of one of the other weird things that we run into every now and then. But um, but yeah, uh, I still use Facebook, but I know it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be big and bloated and buggy as hell and what I'm gonna actually pull up what storage I'm using on my phone as you can see here um, Facebook Facebook alone uses over 150 megs of RAM on this phone messenger uses a mere 64 and a little bit extra so Now, as for as for storage, Facebook is 191 megabytes. Um, Messenger is just a mere; it's under 40. So, so if all the messaging capabilities were put into Facebook itself, and all the other capabilities from fan pages and such were put into Facebook, it would be over 300 megabytes in size. Because, like, I'll show, I'll show you right, if this this thing. 
shows it very well right here over 300 megabytes you probably and, have about 1.52 gigs of ram though on that don't you um let me let me look uh over two i'll just i'm just going to clear some memory out of there oh yeah quite a bit on this one oh, not yeah. too bad not too bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. Oh, that's three gigs. Oh yeah, that's right. You got the Note three. Yep. And I. Seven hundred sixty-eight megs of RAM, so I top out a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, and and that's the. And that's the cool thing. The cool thing about the, the Note is that screenshot that I was able to edit. The S Pen has mm -hmm. that nifty little command that takes a screenshot and lets you edit it to where you can point out certain things on it. And that's pretty cool. So I was able to circle it and go, you know, what is this? And that's how I was able to, you know, show that screenshot off and everything else. So in fact, I wonder if I could, Nah, today's not the day to mess with that. I was going to say maybe I can show some, you know, some screenshots from Drive, but eh, that might not be a good idea. <laughs> oh, you only live once, right? But um, anyway, yep, it encountered an error, so. Huh. Oh well. Might be just, we can experiment in the future with. Yeah, but um, but yeah, that there's all sorts of cool stuff to explore on here, and and now that we're doing this, we can just keep everything on here and and just be like, yes. Um. So, are you going to experiment with other sites in the future, like maybe Diaspora or anything like that? You can actually build your own pod too. Huh. I, I I might I, I'll have to look into it and def, definitely and see what see what's out there uh, formulate an opinion first. <laughs> yeah, my the current hosting probably wouldn't be able to sustain it very well because of the requirements. It doesn't even have the requirements. It requires it to be able to run Ruby stu scripting stuff too. So so it would depend on on what your server had as well so yes. in the future I plan on making a server for my website and maybe a dedicated Minecraft server in the future I don't know that might be something I'll think about that depends on how far Minecraft goes but well for, first we need we need to get you a camera webcam that's capable of 30 frames a second like I have <laughs> yeah I'm not sure if this one's capable of that um who knows? Maybe the built-in webcam of a Chromebook has it. I don't know yet. But um, yeah, I think I got this Logitech when when it was when the price was dropping or something. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm using this like nice little headset because it sounds better. I was gonna say I'm still using the built-in mic that's up here on the top. Oh wow! It's just what I have right now. I had a webcam that I attached to my monitor for my desktop that was capable of 720p and I'm pretty sure either 30 or 60 frames per second capture and it would it actually had face detection technology built into it it would follow your face based on everything zoom in and every 
whatnot, but this one, it's just a built-in mic, built-in webcam. Oh, that's... Well, well, one of these days we'll have this dedicated studio and everything, and it'll be, like, all all fun and exciting, and we'll, we'll, we'll use tablets to record everything. <laughs> just because we're hipsters, I don't know. Or, or no, let's not be hipsters. That, then we'd have to... <laughs> then we then we'd have to be like crucified by by people who are annoyed by irony. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I think that would will do it for this episode. Sounds good to me. I, I think I think the next one we should start talking about video games a little bit more because it's been a topic I haven't explored in a while, and I've been out of the loop on that. Maybe you can get me back in the loop on that. I might be able to help you a little bit. There's been some stuff coming out this year. We could probably do a roundup of some sort or something. There's been a lot of interesting video games coming out, uh, some that are going to come out soon. It's uh, Newegg's done a new thing now that they have. Uh, they have a dedicated page for video games. It's called Newegg Game Crate. And on there, it's got a list of all the games that have been released in the year or will be released in the year. Uh, video reviews, all kinds of other stuff, updates based on what games are out, and all kinds of cool stuff on there. And it's just just on Newegg's site, and I'm, I'm a big fan of Newegg because I buy a lot of computer parts and stuff from there. So it's it's definitely interesting. Well, um, that will do it for now, and I definitely look forward to that topic next time. Uh, won't quite be available next week because we'll be. Um, know kind of be out of pocket but so not not next week but the week after that we'll definitely be able to get into it hard and heavy so for now i'm thomas and i'm stephen tompkins the shagster tompkins (laughs) (laughs) and we'll see you next time see you guys